Finkelstein briefly sitting in for the one and only Nachum Siegel who is en route from his trip to the Holy Land. Welcome to your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. I'm <laughs> 
Wake up, yeet, wake up, yeet. Let's dance this colors goodbye. <laughs> Shmali, Vashachiru, 
פעמים הלילה, ארוך ומפוצץ. כשהשמש שוב נמחקת, הורד אליי קצת שקט, הבדידות הזאת צועקת, ולא תמיד זה קל. לא אשלח לי כוח, עזור לי לסלוח, בצילה של קוטון, מסתתר סיכוי בהיר. שנדלק בשוליו של כל כיף. עם תקווה קטנה, קצה של אמונה, רק אל תשבור, אל תשבור לי את הלב. שלח לי כוח, עזור לי לסלוח, בצלילה של של עולם אם נדע בין גלויות, לפעמים אין לי כוח בעולמך להיות. אנא מפניך אסתתק, שהלכות הסערה הוא תלוי. נלחם בתפוד ביוש אמר חסר, כתולת השמחה נסתלקה ממני וגם הדעת. קולות מהבל לא חשים לי לצאת, אבל אני מוסיף בחושך לחתור ושואל מבקש
דרכים רבות הלכתי לחפש כל טוב אמת לא היססתי מי לנגוס בו במעדן החטא לא מצאנו את עצמנו אין אותם לכחש התרבות הזאת לא לנו כי בני בינו אש ואני הקטן השפל שבין כולם עומד פה נרד ונדהר ומהו אני
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a, uh, what is today, Thursday? Today is, uh, is in fact, Thursday. <laughs> Hard to keep track when you're, uh, when you have the absolute privilege of traveling to the Holy Land and then getting back early uh, Thursday morning. Um, my name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning edition for this 18th day of August, day number 21 in the month of Menachem Av. Today is Yom Kippur Katan, uh, because we're going to uh, observe Rosh Chodesh on... Uh, oh, wait, this doesn't make sense. 
this doesn't make sense. One second. Yeah, I think this was meant for next week. Yeah, this was meant for next Thursday. Whoever put together this calendar meant it for next Thursday. Uh, but we will bench Rosh Chodesh this week. Now I'm all confused. Yeah, because Rosh Chodesh will be, uh, will be Shabbos and Sunday of next week. So we'll bench Rosh Chodesh, Shabbos and Sunday will be Rosh Chodesh Elul. And uh, the Yom Kippur cut on that I mentioned is going to be uh, next Thursday. That must be a mistake on the uh, calendar that we're looking at. Anyway, welcome to a JMN broadcast on this Thursday, the 18th of August, the 21st day in the month of Menachem Av. Uh, it is a, uh, it's an honor to speak to you after yet another amazing and incredible adventure with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. It's been three years, as, uh, as you know by now. <laughs> It's been three years since Nefesh Benefesh had a uh, charter flight that left New York with hundreds of North American Jews and landed in Ben Gurion Airport in Israel. And uh, we had the privilege, the pleasure of being on that flight, broadcasting from the flight, uh, putting together some amazing conversations, some great interviews that you heard during yesterday's JM in the AM. And I hope. I hope even after all these years, as um, Aliyah continues with great regularity, thank God, I hope the, uh, the shows that we do, especially the ones from the plane with the Olim, continue to inspire people to remember and to live as if the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. That's my hope. Uh, I think that the, uh, the broadcasts, have the potential and have demonstrated the potential to do just that. And um, what can I say? It's amazing to meet these uh, Jewish heroes on those flights and to broadcast their stories to the world. Listener Judy Landy says <laughs> on the app, good afternoon Avrami for you and me. I guess she's still in Israel, and certainly for Avrami it's afternoon. I actually saw Avrami in our Beit Shemesh headquarters yesterday, and uh, that's where he started the broadcast this morning, and I thank him. Listener Tikva is checking in. Did not sadly get an opportunity to see her over the last day or so, but she's still tuned in, Baruch Hashem, for that, and I thank her. Uh, some of the music you've been listening to from Shalshelis Jr., uh, that one is called New Day. And that is a new song. Uh, before that, you heard uh, the Moshav band with Tzur Yisrael. David Lowy had the Israel medley. Am Yisrael and Netzach, that's Lenny Solomon. Cole Fusion had their Thursday selection. Wake Up Yidin from 8th Day, Mordechai Shapiro's Boker Tov, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. So here we are on a Thursday after uh, a one-day journey to the Holy Land. Information about uh, Nefesh Benefesh and starting your own exploration into uh, moving to Israel is uh, nbn.org.il. Again, that's nbn.org.il. Um, and, of course, 8664-ALIYAH, 866, the number 4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. Um. We have a couple of things that are going to be happening this morning. It's a, a, a bit of an unusual, um, um, what, did I, what did I call it? Uh, 
crossover. It's a bit of an unusual crossover. Uh, Miriam Wallach is going to be here in the 8 o'clock hour, and we're going to be speaking about what's happened over the last day or two here on NSN. And uh, that is going to be uh, part of that, I guess I should say, is going to be her broadcast of That's Life starting at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network, followed by Yossi Zweig and a Thursday live lunch. So we'll do some Israel talk coming up. And an interesting crossover. I like the idea. I want to thank uh, Mary Mel Wallach for thinking of the idea. And um, we'll do that later on here at JM in the AM. Also, um, at 8 o'clock this morning, at 8 o'clock this morning, Fleur Hassan Nahum, um, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim, and someone very familiar with the political scene in Israel is going to join us. That'll be about 8 o'clock this morning here on JMAM. We'll check in with her. And um, uh, plenty more, as we like to say, as always, here at JM in the AM. We're in Teaneck, New Jersey this morning in our Teaneck studio. Um, let's just check out the latest weather. Today we expect a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 87. Some clouds this evening giving way to mainly clear skies overnight with a low of 65. And mostly sunny for tomorrow with a high of 90. Wow, it's going to be a hot Shabbos. Looks like it's going to be a hot Shabbos. By the way, speaking of Teaneck, I have regards from Rabbi Przanski. He was at the airport in Israel greeting family members who were moving to Israel. I actually informed him that I I will be in his... Uh, in his shul here, meaning in B'nai Yeshur in this coming Shabbos, please God, for a family simcha. Um, but again, speaking of Tinek, we have regards from Rabbi Przanski. It was amazing seeing him. And uh, and speaking to him uh, as, <coughs> as I was leaving Ben Gurion Airport yesterday. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app from Android and iPhone, and comment away. Terry says, welcome back, not home. You're right about that, Terry. Love the broadcast from the flight. Thank you for that. And one of my kids the other day, um, Dafka said to me, specifically said to me, when are you back? And I said something like, I'll be home. Well, no, no, you won't be home. You mean you'll be back? And I go, yeah, exactly. We're... Uh, we're spending years drumming this <laughs> message into the minds of our dear listeners. And if more and more people continue to take it seriously and act on it, then it's well worth it. And that is that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And more and more people are, in fact, internalizing that message and um, acting on it, which is absolutely wonderful. Help us to continue to spread the word. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Um, uh, news from Israel at 7. Rabbi Goldwasser, of course, at the bottom of the hour. Much, much more. My mother's yard site is this coming Shabbos. In fact, I was at the cemetery yesterday. I also um, made it my business to go visit our dear friend, Mayor Weingarten, who is uh, in the Eretz Achaim Cemetery in Israel. In fact, it was a funny... It was a funny, funny thing that happened to me as I'm leaving the cemetery. Those of you who've been to Eretz Achaim, you know that you have to drive up a massive hill in order to get to the cemetery. 
And as I'm leaving, and I'm sure other people who have visited the cemetery have seen this, the Ikea in that area is right in front of you. And Ikea is, of course, sprawled across the uh, front of the store in both Hebrew and English. And I'm looking at the way that they spell it in Hebrew, and I'm saying to myself, oh, my gosh, this could be a whole conversation with Mayer because I don't think they spelled it correctly in Hebrew. And we could have had an entire conversation. It would probably happen today. I would have, I would have, <coughs> if I would have seen it during a visit the next day, I would have put them on the air and said, you got to explain this. You got to explain why they spell it the way they do it in Hebrew. Anyway, so that was interesting. And uh, I'm glad I was able to get there, pay my respects as a mayor's yard site. His first yard site just passed in the month of Sivan a couple of months ago. JM in the AM, a, um, a Thursday morning, hour number one. Big thank you to Avrami for starting the show this morning. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in. As uh, we continue here at the Nahum Siegel Network, here's Yassi Rotner. אבל בלב יש אמונה שתיתן לנו את הכוח הנה כן ישועתי אבטח ולא אבחר אז בוא נצעק כולם השם נחד הנה כן ישועתי בוא אבטח ולא אבחר לא 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 אבחר
7 a.m. with brand new Schleimi Gertner. That's Kyal. I apologize for a little bit of a technical uh, problem a few minutes ago, but of course I've run me right on top of it. Penny Einhorn with Tom Min, Matovu from Bensi Marcus, Jesse Rotner had uh, Loef Chad, and you heard Charles Jr. with New Day. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web and AlchemSigl.com on the AlchemSigl network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Back here in our Teaneck, New Jersey studio from the one day trip to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh. Hope you enjoyed yesterday's show. If you missed it, make sure to check out the archive. Very inspiring listening to people tell their Aliyah story as they're making Aliyah on the plane. Really amazing. So check that out on the AlchemSigl.com uh, website or the NSN app, of course. Yes, he's wide coming up with a uh, Thursday live lunch exclusive for us starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time today. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And uh, plenty more happening here on a Thursday at JMAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JMAM. הרמטכ"ל רב אלוף אביב כוכבי חושף כי במבצע עלות השחר צהל תקף במדינה שלישית. צהל ביצע גל מעצרים ביהודה ושומרון ובאותו זמן תקיפה במדינה שלישית והגנה על שאר גבולות המדינה, כך הרמטכ"ל. כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש מוסיף כי במבצע ביצע צהל כמעט 200 תקיפות בשטח רצועת עזה ועשרות מעצרים של פעילי טרור ביהודה ושומרון. המשבר במערכת החינוך, מזכלית הסתדרות המורים יפה בן דוד מאיימת. כפי שהאוצר מתנהל, שנת הלימודים לא תיפתח. אני מקווה שהתערבות ראש הממשלה לפיד תביא לפתרון. כך בן דוד מדבריה הביאה כתבתנו לענייני חינוך איילת ברון. חיים ביבס, יושב ראש השלטון המקומי, אמר ביומן הצהריים עם אמיר בר שלום על הצדדים לפעול עוד היום להשגת הסכם. אחרי שלוש שנים שאנחנו מתחת לאלוקה, סוחבים אותה כמעט לבד ונמצאים במצב שבו אנחנו בעצם מובילים את מערכת החינוך תפיסת העולם הארכאית והישנה של האוצר של רק לא, 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 זה לא עובד שישנו גישה ותפיסה והיום צריך לבוא ולשים על השולחן מה אתה כן רוצה ואת זה הם לא עושים בית המשפט דחה את ערעור המדינה והורה לשחרר ממאסר את ניצב בדימוס ניסו שחם, מדווח כתבנו בצפון אדר גיציס. ניסו שחם ששימש מפקד מחוז ירושלים במשטרה והורשע בעבירות מין בנשים שעבדו איתו, ישוחרר שחרור מוקדם וצפוי לשוב לביתו כבר ביום ראשון הקרוב, אלא אם המדינה תערער לבית המשפט העליון. בכך נדחתה עתירת הפרקליטות שטענה כי שחם לא לקח אחריות על מעשיו ואינו רואה בהם פגם, גם נזקקותו הטיפולית אינה כנה. דברי הפרקליטות נפלו טעויות קשות בהחלטת ועדת השחרורים, אולם הרכב השופטים הכריע ברוב קולות כי ניסו שחם ראוי לצאת לחופשי מוקדם מהרגיל. המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים הגישה לבית משפט השלום בבאר שבע כתב אישום נגד שוטר תושב נתיבות בחשד לתקיפת אשתו ואיומים על חייה. מדווח כתבנו בדרום, רמי שני. השוטר תקף את אשתו, אם שבעת ילדיהם, ואיים עליה שהיא לא תלך עוד על רגליה וכי אם לא תהיה איתו, היא לא תחיה. בנוסף, לאחר שפורסמה הידיעה בדבר רציחתה של דיאנה רז בידי בעלה השוטר, הוא אמר לה את הבאה בתור. במקרה אחר, בעקבות ויכוח ביניהם, הוא תפס אותה בשרשרת שהייתה על צווארה וחנק אותה. המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים מבקשת עתה מבית המשפט המחוזי בבאר שבע להורות על מעצרו של השוטר עד לתום ההליכים המשפטיים כלפיו. פעוט בן שנתיים מכסייפה, באורח קשה כתוצאה משתיית חומר רעיל. צוות מגן דוד אדום פינה אותו למרכז הרפואי סורוקה בבאר שבע. 
סופת הוריקן קשה מכה בשעות אלה באי קורסיקה, דרומית לאיטליה וצרפת. שלושה בני אדם נספו. עם הפרטים כתב חדשות החוץ, עמית קלדרון. נערה בת 13 ואישה בת 72 הן בין הקורבנות של סופת ההוריקן שהכתה באי הצרפתי. גשם כבד ורוחות במהירות שיא של 224 קמ"ש הובילו גם לפציעתם של 12 תושבים והותירו 45,000 בתים בקורסיקה ללא חשמל. ואצלנו התחזית מעונן חלקית עד בהיר ללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות שתהיינה רגילות לעונה. אלה החדשות. ‫שצריך לדעת, יש הרגש עצום ‫בלב כל ישראל. ‫דאף אחד שבעולם לא ייקח את זה ממני. ‫אז תשמע, אחי, תשמע טוב. ‫אנחנו עם קדוש מכל
It's a hit song Not every swing is a home run Here's what you gotta know before we get started You win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's lows and there's highs Hellos and goodbyes Win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's ups and there's downs But don't turn around If you hear me singing this song You know that I'm trying All I've got's this promise to keep fighting I don't have a pretty picture trophy smile If you hear me singing 
done by uh, Eighth Day, Yaakov Shweki before that with Lachaim. You heard Kalakavod done by Simcha Leiner, and here we are on a Thursday morning broadcast, 18th day of August, the 21st day in the month of Menachem Av. It was amazing uh, broadcasting yesterday from the plane as uh, hundreds of Olim uh, made their way from North America. Did you hear the, the list of places geographically, the, um, the diversity of the Olim? We spoke to people from Delaware, Texas, obviously New York, New Jersey. And then there were so many other areas represented. It was pretty cool, actually. A um, diverse group in many different ways, but geographically included. Uh, information about uh, Nefesh Benefesh and their activities, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old World Classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. 
Try a and today. Enjoy a 10% discount, by the way, with promo code radio uh, at kosherdogs.net. You may want to keep that in mind when you head to the web for your delicious meat items. And it's grilling season, you know that. So make sure you have plenty of A&H in your fridge and freezer. All varieties of hot dogs so you can impress your friends and have a delicious meal. <laughs> Fleur Hassan Nahum is going to join us, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim. Uh, Miriam Alwalek is going to be in. As I said, it's, a, it's sort of a crossover day because uh, our conversation, which will center, no doubt, on uh, the activities of the last 24 hours with um, Nefesh Benefesh, uh, will be part of her broadcast coming up at 10.30 with That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It's Thursday. You know what that means. It means a whole host of incredible and amazing shows, including tonight, the Erev Shabbos show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, hosted by Mark Zamek. Um, it's a three-hour spectacular. No other way to put it. A three-hour spectacular that will start at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be on again at uh, ten a. Excuse me, at three a.m. and ten a.m. Eastern time on Friday. All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Get ready for it, everybody. It's always spectacular. The Arab Shabbos show. Tani Gutterman with Tani Talks Parsha. That's going to be on tonight. Uh, right after the Arab Shabbos show, about ten p.m. Eastern time. So get ready for that. And. Um, Tomorrow morning we have a um, Malcolm Holmline is not going to be joining us tomorrow, so we have a um, a conversation about uh, the upcoming August twenty third election here in New York and the importance of voting. I hope people internalize that. Oh my gosh, did I hope so? Um, so that's going to be happening uh, tomorrow morning about eight o'clock right here at JM and the AM. All right, so whole schedule, lots going on. Live lunch with the SEY coming up at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Trucker Yitz is out there. He says, tonight is Lel Shishi, yummy foods. It's the continuous mood that follows an NSN Thursday. Thank you. <laughs> and as we always say, don't touch that dial. I agree with that. Aryeh says, last day of camp for many camps. Welcome back to Camp Missouri. They came back yesterday. I haven't seen the group from Missouri yet, but hopefully I will later today. And uh, they had a banner season up in Guilford, New York, to Adina and Ari Katz. We say uh, Mazal Tov. And to all the staff, the wonderful head counselors, and everybody who put together a great summer for all the kids out there, we say Kolakavod and a big thank you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Journeys 5 is next at JM in the AM. <laughs> most amazing dream last night It was very thrilling and entrancing The world became a place so filled with light And in my dream Jews everywhere were dancing 
Because Mashiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive. No more war, no more hate, a time to celebrate a my own my since long ago at Harsinai, Chaveirim Ko Yisroel. Mi she'asa nisim, asa nisim l'avoteinu, v'ga'al otam, me'avdot l'cheru. Hu'gal otanu, pada otanu, u'kibetz nidacheinu, me'avdot Israel, Yedidim Kol Israel, Chaverim Kol Israel. Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true.
Compose the sweetest song Scale the highest mountain Don't get me wrong These are wonderful things Even significant things You can strive for wealth, fame and success And trust I'll think of you no less These are wonderful things Even significant things But nothing in your life Will ever be more meaningful Than giving of yourself to help another Why I think that's fine These are wonderful things Even significant things You can study life's deepest mysteries Turn simple words into poetry These are wonderful things Even significant
Journeys off volume number five, Nothing in Your Life with Mordechai Shapiro and Chaverim done by Benny Friedman. J.M. and the A.M., good morning, everybody. Good to be back, but there's nothing like being on that plane. And uh, so glad we were able to present the show from the plane yesterday. Big thank you to Rabbi Fass, Tony Gelbart, Yael Katzman, Avichai, who was an incredible help aboard the plane, getting those guests into our Rose 7 studio on that El Al flight. And to everybody from Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, if you want to uh, start exploring your own aliyah, nbn.org.il, simple as that. J.M. the with our David Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishbas Harav Zebnevis of Alevi, and Zechonishbas Esther Basrebis of Alevi, whose yard site is tomorrow night, my mother's seventh yard site, believe it or not, tomorrow night. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Pasuk, Vishavta Hashem Elokecha, that we return in Shuvah to Hashem, Vishomata Bekolo. And we listen to Hashem's voice. Then the Siva Shalom says that everything that happens in life to a person is Hashem calling him and her to come closer. The Muras of Simcha in our life, they call us to come closer to Hashem. Everything that goes on in life is another call from Hashem. As we know, Om Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina says, Ein Adam no mil mata. A person doesn't even move his finger below here in this world. Elohim came machrizin alav milmaila, unless it's already been called out from above in Shomayim. The Nesiva Shalom says the first step of tshuva is with Shamata Bekolo, that a Jew has to listen to the voice that is calling to him, to understand all that happens in the world. As it says, I give before you this day the blessing and also the opposite, the curse. The source of the bracha comes out from our chorev each day. It is ma'orer, it inspires the heart of B'nai Yisrael. And when we listen, we have the schus to become close to Hashem. It says in the Pasuk of Devarim, Go after the ways of Hashem. Fear Him. Guard His mitzvos. And listen to His voice. And serve Him. And to Him you should cling. The Rehurei Tshuva asked the question, why does it say, Ubosid Bokun, that you should cling to Hashem? We've already learned so many different things in this Pasuk. Telechu, Tira'u, go after Hashem, fear Hashem, Tishmaru, guard the mitzvahs, Kolosishmo, listen to His voice, Oso Savodu, serve Him. Why does it say after all of that, Sid Bokun, that you should cling to Hashem? The Kavana is that in addition to all the mitzvahs in the Torah, 
a person should listen to the koil, the voice of Hashem that speaks to us constantly, that is miuchad to each and every one of us, because it is a call from Hashem. That's the reason that we have a repeat of that particular word to make sure that we are attuned to all that's happening, all the messages in this world. May we soon hear the message of the Pame Mashiach Tzidkenu Bimheirov Yomenu. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
the AM. He's pretty amazing, Eitan Katz. The Korachayim is the name of that one here at JM and the AM. Thursday morning. I hope you had an opportunity to tune in yesterday when we were on the plane broadcasting from the Nefesh Benefesh charter flight, first one in three years to Israel. Explore the uh, world of Aliyah at nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. Jam the full schedule today, including Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's happening at 7 p.m. tonight, plus 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Tonight, Tani Gutterman and Tani Talks Parsha. That happens at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Yossi's Weig with a Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Um, that'll go 11 until 1. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Full schedule, a whole bunch of stuff here at JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Our friends at Artscroll remind you that every time you go to artscroll.com, you got to use promo code radio. Why? Because you get a big discount plus free shipping. No matter what you're ordering, new, old, classic, sets, volumes, whatever you're ordering, artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Major discount plus free shipping every single time. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. A reminder from us right here at JM in the AM.
Open the gate, open the 
אם אתה משמח את שלי, משמח את שלי, אני משמח, משמח, משמח את שלך, אם אתה, אם אתה משמח, משמח את שלי, אני משמח, משמח, משמח את שלך, משמח את שלי, משמח את שלי, אני משמח, משמח. משמח את שלך, אם אתה, אם אתה משמח, משמח את שלי, אני משמח, 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 משמח את שלך. Ta-da-dee-la-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Kessin and the Nigun, early Shabbos band, had Misameach. You heard Osa Shalom done by uh, Yaakov Chesed here at JM in the AM. And the Shlomo Reich with Sharla Shem. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSigal.com and the NachumSigal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Uh, Fleur Hassan Nahum, who is the Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem and in charge of foreign relations, international economic development and tourism, and also the co-founder and founding member of the UAE-Israel Business Council and a great friend of this show, is with us live via telephone. Fleur, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hi, Nahum. It's always great to be on your show. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem. And ironically, I, I just landed here back in New York. I was in Israel for a day in order to uh, broadcast from the plane when the Nefesh Benefesh flight oh. uh, flew from uh, New oh, York to wow. Israel. And the last time, That's the so last, exciting. and the last time you and I saw each other was at the Nefesh Benefesh uh, campus opening uh, back in November. That's right. Uh, and you know how inspiring, right. you know how inspiring this whole journey and concepts uh, are. Uh, it, was, it was just a wonderful trip, and I'm sure you are encouraging, uh, both personally and from the political perch on which you sit, you're encouraging Nefesh Benefesh to keep going strong. Absolutely. They're good friends of mine. I help them uh, in Jerusalem with their building, and uh, they're growing from strength to strength, and please God, we should have 
many more uh, Americans coming to Israel, as many as uh, around the world as well. Uh, Fleur Hassan Nahum is with us live via telephone. All right, uh, let's let's talk politics for a minute. It's one of the reasons we wanted to speak to you because we're so confused on this side of the world in terms of what's going on before the election <laughs> in Israel. How would you how would you evaluate uh, the conclusion if, in fact, we are already at a conclusion of the Likud primaries in Israel? Well, you know, I ran and I lost. Um, so that was over a week ago. That was a week ago, basically. Right. It's it, it's a tough race. Listen, the Likud is the largest party in the country. It's also the most democratic party in the country. So whether where other parties just, you know, simply select who the, the leader of the party just selects like a dictatorship, who's going to be on the list, who's going to be on the slate. There's no regional representation. There's nothing. They just sit down and they decide who the person's going to be. On the right spectrum of the country, there's actually another party that does primaries. I mean, the Zionist, the religious Zionist party does a little bit um, but they're a small party. We don't even know if we're going to go cross the threshold at this right. point. Um, but the Likud is the largest party that holds a democratic primary, which is something that is very different to the United States, where each person gets selected as a party in their region. There's nothing regional here in the country at all. I ran on the affirmative action slate, which is basically a spot reserved for women for new women, women who haven't served in the Knesset before. I could have also run in the new immigrant spot, right. uh, which is the lowest spot on the list. And I decided to run the new women. And, you know, in politics, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. This time I didn't make it through. And it's not entirely over because now Netanyahu gets to select a couple of his own uh, candidates on the spot. So there's still a small chance I get selected. Um, but this is basically the conclusion on the 15th of September the list of all the parties get submitted to the Electoral Committee. And on the 1st of November, we have national elections. Again, the fifth time in two years. Does this election feel any different than, than the prior ones? Is there either an atmosphere or behind the scenes uh, a feeling, environment, that it's a little bit different than the others? Or this is just a repeat for people like yourself and for the entire country? Well, it's it's different in the way that we've had a very different government over the last year. So before before this last year, we had four elections in which the Likud was still the party in government because they were the interim party, because a new uh, government hadn't been selected. So in the last year, the people of Israel got to see what a kind of jigsaw puzzle government can look like from the camp that is anti-BB, because Israeli elections are no longer about left and right. Everything has changed, and it's all about are you with Bibi or are you against Bibi, which is ridiculous, right. because ultimately Netanyahu is the man who the majority of the country are giving their confidence to as the, as the leader of the country. Right. And yet you have all these parties on the right who have the same, the same values as Netanyahu, the same political agendas, Netanyahu, but for personal reasons, cannot sit with him. And therefore, they've decided to make a deal with parties that are completely different to them, completely different outlook, philosophy, agenda, for the sake of bringing down Netanyahu. And so when people say to me, oh, you know, Bibi should leave, why on earth should he leave? He's the, the leader getting the confidence of the, of the, of the people again and again and again. The people who should actually wake up, 
mature and get a grip are the right-wing parties who don't disagree with him politically but have a personal act to grind with him. And that's the situation that we find ourselves in. It's, in it's amazing. He's become the central issue of the election. I, and I'm, laugh, yeah. I'm laughing only because it was an article recently, I think it was a Jerusalem Post article, trying to determine what Israelis are caring about in advance of his election, whether it's the uh, security, whether it's the economy, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, there's some you know uh, uh, issues that are always uh, at the forefront. But the BB issue might be, might be the biggest one. It's everything. It really is everything. It's everything. It's, 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 but, it's, but it's ridiculous because it's made bedfellows of the, of the most odd couples that you can imagine. Right. Like Merrick and, you know, Gidon Saru, who came out of the Likud. He was even on the right flank of the Likud. Right. And people like Bennett, who, you know, who delegitimized sitting with, uh, with the Mansour Abbas, which is basically a Muslim Brotherhood Life Party. And so you've had all these strange fellows, and there's only one thing that unites all of the people in the government in the last year, and that is that they all hate Bibi and they want to bring him down. Unbelievable. So I say, get a grip, get a grip, put your personal issues with him aside, and and think about the country and the common agenda, the common values. This is not to do with where we want the country going. All the right-wing parties have the same vision. It's all about personal issues with one with one leader. And I say people have to just grow up. Flora Sanahum is with us. Uh, finally, I have to ask you about an update regarding the UAE. You've been so co- so critical in terms of uh, the UAE Israel Business Council. You're one of the co-founders. We've spent a lot of time on this show, uh, not just uh, uh, praising you and the council and the work that's being done between Israelis and those in the UAE, but in addition to that, just just bringing a message back, as I've, I've said this to you on the air, a message back to this audience, uh, uh, how, how it is hard for many of us to believe, but it's getting easier uh, as time goes by, that there are so many people in the quote-unquote Arab world who are ready to sit down. Down, do business with and act, uh, you know, peacefully with Israelis and Jews. What can you tell us today about uh, the relationship between Israel and the UAE? Well, Nahum is going better than ever. The numbers for this year are way beyond our expectations. Um, only in the first half of the year, we're almost in a billion dollars of trade. Where last year we had a whole year billion dollars. So this is growing. This is thriving. And it's extending now beyond the UAE. As you know, we also have normalization and peace with Bahrain and also with Morocco. Sudan is a different story because of their own political strife. But ultimately, what's really interesting about this relationship is that we have FOMO from the rest of the Arab world. (laughs) And so even though we've got Jordan and Egypt, that we've had peace with for decades in the last two years, trade with them has doubled and tripled. We now have a direct flight, um, you know, with Egypt to Sharm el-Sheikh, where where half of Israel is is holidaying there at the moment. And so this is bringing everybody else into the fold, which is creating basically a new and peaceful region. And Bezrat Hashem, we should continue uh, growing and we should continue making friends in our region. We are all part of this region and it's good for everybody. So you're a history maker. 
Well, you know, Hashem puts me in places and I try and do the best I can. That's, oh. that's all I can say. Well, you've done unbelievably, and uh, we love how you represent both Israel and the Jewish people in some uh, interesting regions of the world. And, of course, what you do in Yerushalayim, as you described earlier, uh, is uh, is work to be um, uh, to envy, and uh, we appreciate all of it. Uh, Flora San Nahum, uh, sorry that you're not going to be on the Likud list, but uh, no doubt that uh, I have a feeling this is just going to springboard you into some better position uh, in Israel in order to help uh, both the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Thank you, Nahum. Thank you for your faith in me. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Flora San Nahum, who's the deputy mayor of Jerusalem, who is the co-founder and founding member of the UAE Israel Business Council, amazing friend of this show, and someone who represents our people really, really well. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
Ladies and gentlemen, your main course is now being served. How wire steaks over there, huh? Hey, Maybe get something for the band.
song was actually on the uh, Nefesh Benefesh playlist for good reason, obviously, <laughs> when everybody landed in Israel. Going home at Simcha Leiner before that, Joey Newcomb with Odu Shama and the Morocco Medley here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old World Classics, Beef Fry Kishka, and more in modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today, and you'll be happy in this grilling season to have plenty of A&H hot dogs in your fridge and freezer so that you're ready for the next big grilling session, which I'm assuming is going to be this weekend, right? A lot of people will be grilling up a storm this weekend. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Mizrahi said, how do you like that here at JM the AM? Well, as I said earlier, this is uh, what the people in, on sitcoms would call a crossover. 
no, not just sitcoms, but any television series. We call it crossover uh, because we're about to speak on the air on JMN with Miriam L. Wallach and uh, and and say it again. I said, is that so unusual? Not unusual, but it's unusual in that this segment is then going to be used later on. Yes. Uh, for your listeners who are tuned into That's Life starting at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. So, yeah, even the crossover is not that unusual for us, but unexpected this time, so I guess. It's like Ted Danson on Frasier. Exactly. I that's, know, I get it. That's the whole point. So, <laughs> there you go. That was so inside baseball. So, welcome to a Thursday. Thank you. And uh, Welcome back to you. Appreciate that very much. Landed this morning after a uh, quick adventure with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. <sighs> it is inspiring to be among a group of people that have made a commitment to live in Israel. Um, all from North America, of course, from so many different places in North America. That was crazy. In fact, we, in the series of interviews, not only are there a lot of people on the plane from different areas of North America, different states and provinces, etc., we actually reflected that in the people that we were speaking with. Some from Delaware, some from Texas. Um, and of course, New York and New Jersey, well represented. Uh, but it was really a nice array of uh, of people with tremendous diversity, not just geographically, but other ways as well. And um, for the first time in three years, for the first time in three years, the last charter flight was in 2019. I know, I was on it for the first time in three <laughs> years. A charter flight with the ceremony and the whole thing. Wow, Very, different in some ways, especially on the Israel side different in some ways but uh what can i say it's very inspiring and pretty amazing frankly i heard there was a safer torah that accompanied the yeah flight. the to you know it's funny because there have been torahs on other flights mm -hmm. on other charters as you remember the correct you may recall that and um this was a torah that was dedicated to the four parents of the two people making aliyah older people who are making aliyah and uh the torah was dedicated in the memory of their uh of their parents um, who lived in Poland during the war. And the Torah was written in a town, in a neighboring town from where they lived. Wow. And the family had purchased the Torah with the intention of eventually getting it to Israel. Now it's going to be in Efrat at the Olim's, uh, under the jurisdiction of the Olim's uh, son, who's already in Efrat. So that, that was yet another great piece to it, you know, and just the, the pictures and the of watching him carry that Torah oh. off of the plane and people hesitating to want to sit near the Torah because, you know. <laughs> they could have put it in the seat next to you. I guess. <laughs> but anyway. Do you want water? <laughs> that was really something. So, yeah, that was a, that was a big highlight. And um, in general, it was just a, you know, the, the re renewed and revived spirit uh, among the Nefesh Benefesh people, and we discussed this on the air with um, Tony Gelbart, because obviously there are people who question the necessity and the cost of a charter flight. Mm. But then you get to this whole thing, this this amazing collective experience, and it just completely outshines the group flights and all the other things that right. Nefesh does, as great as they are. So, And the 75,000th Ole was recognized with a special sign as he got off the plane. So that was cool. Wonder how they decided that. <laughs> a few months from now, we may get the inside story on that one. <laughs> or may not, as the case <laughs> right. may be. But tell me about the reuniting. I mean, I have to imagine, because you and I had taken so many flights together, that just seeing the people that we usually sit with in that section of the plane, it was probably, I mean, yeah, seeing 
seeing everybody year after year is nice. Yeah. But then seeing people you haven't seen in years. Is- I have a feeling what you're alluding to. You're alluding to the first party. Did you hear the first party yesterday show? Did you hear the first part of the show for the play? I didn't. Oh, you didn't hear it? No, I'm really just asking. Oh, I apologize. I thought I'm that just that's, asking. I thought that's where you were going. But way to call me out. I'm kidding. I'm relaxed. <laughs> Everybody that, calm down. I thought that that's where you were heading. No, no, no. Because um, I, I felt the need. Look, there are a lot of new people on that flight. Oh, really? Yeah. There are, you oh, know, you, you talk about, no, this is not, you know. No, I'm just saying. Nefesh Benefesh has gotten very large. Right, right. A lot of people have new responsibilities. Okay. You know, there's certain people on the flight who've been there many times before, but then there's, you know, people that we are used to working with who are not there. Was Russell on the flight or he just, no. met, he met you there? He he was at the bottom of the flight, the bottom Got of the it. stairs when, uh, when the people started uh, coming off the plane. Right. Russell Robinson from JNF. Sorry. Right. Who gave me a really nice greeting. That was really beautiful. Um, I wonder if he thought I was making Aliyah. It's possible. <laughs> well, I, every year we right. used to get off the plane. Oh, don't oh, worry. Uh, I, I use the line of I'm making Aliyah for a day way too often this trip. And I have a funny story to tell you about that. But anyway. All right. But tell me about the old timers, so, new timers. So, um, you know, I wanted to, you know, it's no secret that uh, you would have, if you were on the plane, you would have started the show with me. You would have ended the show with me. And those were really the two segments of the show that were very different right. uh, than they than what people were used to in the past. So I wanted to get some familiarity on the air. And this is what I thought you were alluding to because who started the show with me? I don't know. Who? Shachar Azrad. Oh, no way. And what's funny about it. Was he good? Well, he's good on the air, as we know, because we've right. spoken to him before on the air. But what was funny about it is that, you know, Shachar's a traditional Jew. Whatever, however you want to classify anybody. that you know, And he's great and we love him. Correct. Yeah. And he's a traditional Jew. Uh, who has fallen in love with this country, meaning the U.S., and spends a lot of time here and loves traveling to different parts yeah. of the world. But he, in his in his discussion with me, turned very serious, very serious. I was so glad afterwards that he actually started the show with me. Turned very serious about the anti-Semitism going on mm. around the world, including in the United States. Mm. And he basically sent, I, I, I'd have to listen to the recording of the show to confirm this. He basically said to American jury that, you know, it's time to move to Israel. Wow. Yeah, it's basically what he said. Oh, my word. And so obviously he knows his history right, and he right. knows the situation. And I asked him about the difference between Europe. He's actually heading to Germany in the next week or two. So I asked him the difference between Europe and, uh, and the U.S. And he said, there may be a difference, but not much of a difference. Oh. <gasps> So that was a really interesting way to start the show, especially because, you know, the Aliyah piece has gotten a lot of regularity, mm-hmm. you know, not to minimize the heroism of those making Aliyah. Sure. I never will, will, uh, will minimize that. Although it's funny, I landed in Israel and I, and someone said to me, was it very different? And I said, you know, it, it, it is different in that it is so commonplace now. So they said to me, oh, so you weren't traveling with Jewish heroes anymore? I said, whoa. Oh, settle whoa. down. I was traveling with Jewish heroes. Oh. <laughs> but, but there Danger, is. Danger, Will Robinson. But Everybody calm down. But as, you, but as you get older and as you go through this many, many times. Yeah. It's 20 years since they started Nefesh for Nefesh. Um, you know, you start to feel a little bit more of the regularity. Um, so it was interesting. So with that atmosphere or with that feeling that I was getting, cause again, I was out of practice three years, right? It was good to start on that note mm. that let's look at today right. and what's going on. And we never want people to move obviously out of negative reasons, but, but consider what's happening here and in other parts of the world. And in general, I mean, the Aliyah efforts, both Nefesh Benefesh, who are officially in North America and, and England, 
uh, and those who are in other countries. That, that's one of the things about this trip that I learned from other meetings that I had was what's going on in other countries regarding Aliyah. I mean, I got stories to tell you. I, I don't even know if some of these are public, frankly. I mean, I'll share them with you, mm. but not on the air. But there's there are efforts going on that are just to be admired in terms of how people are coordinating um, group trips. And I mean group trips, meaning meaning neighborhoods that want to move collectively to Israel. I'm not just talking about, you know, I'm talking about real groups that want to move to Israel. Do you remember the shul? There was a shul in Queens, I think, a number of years ago that they, that basically the, I mean, the shul wasn't enormous, right? It's not like the youngest role of Woodmere with its thousand plus families deciding, okay, we're all going to go now. Right. But it was a shul in Queens that had X number of families and they decided as a kahila that it was time to make Aliyah, right. them and their Rav, and they all picked up, and they were on that flight. Yeah, that's the Rabbi Riskin model, right? Uh, although he didn't really do it with all of his friends and neighbors from one area, but it's happening now in Baltimore, I was told. It's happening really? in South America. It is happening in France like crazy to the credit of somebody who who whose name would be familiar to certain people out there. I mean, it's just it's, it's really remarkable what's happening. Anyway, look. When, when we started our association with Nefesh Benefesh, what could we have hoped for more than this thing would just continue to explode and grow and, you know, and, and look what they've done. And everybody who's doing anything are all meeting with Nefesh Benefesh, all getting advice from them, you know, et cetera. You know, they have their lane, North America and England, and they've determined that that's where they're staying at the moment. But anybody who's doing anything around the world is consulting with them. And certainly the Jewish agency is recommending people consult with right. them in order to get it done. So Our first flight with them was for the bar mitzvah, right? Was their bar mitzvah was 13 years, no? Doesn't that make sense? Well, that would be, would that be... Uh, was it 10 years? Would that be 2005? When I was don't know. Mitzvah? What year are we in? No, it can't be 05. I mean, 2015. No, but we were there before. So then maybe it was 10 years. Then we've been doing this with them for 10 years? Well, we did a flight. We definitely did the 2014 flight that you and I could talk about for hours. So we definitely did the 2014 flight. Well, 2014, we did two flights, no? Right. Do you not remember? Right. Let's take a moment. Right. So, Which just means to, automatically just to, 2013 we did a flight. I yes, can't imagine. Yes, but we did 2014. We did two flights because of Tzuk Correct. So just, to, just because you and I are now having a private conversation on the air and there happen to be thousands of people listening, we're going to fill everybody in. So in 2014, during Tzuk we were already scheduled to be on the August flight. And in those days, there was a flight in July, right? There was a charter flight in July and there was a charter flight in August. So we were scheduled to be on the August flight. What happens? July, Tzuketan breaks out, and every member of the media from Israel decides that they have to stay in Israel, right. which we obviously understood. So um, all of a sudden, we were then invited by Nefesh to take two seats on this flight as well. Right. Figure out a different kind of broadcast. It's obviously not, it is not going to have a tekis. There will not be a ceremony when everybody lands the same way everybody's expecting it because there were real concerns. You couldn't have everyone out on the tarmac, right? There were, I mean, there when, was- When we left, there was a- Oh, uh, no, 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 we're not there. You talk, you're talking, I mean, you're kidding. little, I know, but you're, I, <sighs> Nachum. I <laughs> just let me tell this story. Uh, anyway, so what happens? You decide a week in advance. That, you know, we basically knew a week in advance that that these seats were available, and Nefesh was in touch with us, and you said I'm in. Right. So I had my own concerns. Right. Right. There's it, a war after all. There is. It, it, there's. I happens. can't pass up a good war. Right. <laughs> Nachum, I'm in. Miriam, there's a war. Okay. So what happens? We. I decide that I'm going to be on this flight also. And certainly have concerns. And if you remember, there was 
in JFK, where usually there's a massive gathering of people, families sending people off, et cetera, et cetera. It's pretty tense. Oh, yeah. It's pretty tense. Um, and to the credit of everyone who was on that flight, every Ola on that flight, no one who was supposed to make Aliyah that day changed their mind. Right. They were all on that flight. No do you remember do you remember who spoke at the at the ceremony? It's funny. I, I'm, I'm only pausing. I would say normally no, but I'm only pausing because I can remember the scene. I remember exactly where it uh -huh. was. Who was speaking? And you remember, I'll, I'll give you the speaking? message Tell and me. you'll figure out. Okay, so what was the message? The message of this Israeli diplomat who was an ambassador to this. To, oh, so it was Ido. Yeah. Ido Aroni. Correct. So he got up and he said that his family made Aliyah. Yeah, right when? the Kippur War. Correct. So when he, nobody was making Aliyah. So he knew exactly right. what every one of these Olim Correct. was feeling, was 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 experiencing because he did it. Right. He did it. And so he knew exactly. And he, and he said, and he gave them such chizuk, gave them such strength and inspiration that forget don't turn back you're like this is it this is why you're doing it you're doing it because jewish blood matters and this is our state and let's go and so it there was and at that moment is when the dancing started correct all of a sudden i mean we're all tense everybody is really on pins and needles he speaks he inspires everyone and then there's dancing right i mean i remember it i i have chills now it's so many years ago so we get on this plane we get on this plane and I'm admittedly nervous. You remarkably calm. It's <laughs> <laughs> all in the hands of God. Right, exactly. So all of a sudden I notice as we're taxiing that there are, there's a police escort. The plane has a police escort. Okay. So I look at you and I said, we have a police escort down the runway to which someone else turns around and says, forget that, there are police boats in the water. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. At are, Kennedy Airport. At yeah. Kennedy Airport, there were police boats in the water. I remember to, that. To make sure. When did we do the show? We didn't. Remember, you called in the next morning from you girls. That was it. Yes. Because I'm saying to myself, there was none on the plane. There was no I don't show remember on that doing plane. one there. Correct. Well, we did a lot of talking to people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And instead, you called in. Right. I think Montes covered that morning. Right. And you yeah, called now it's in. Coming back. There you go. Um, and so that was that experience. But we spent only the day in Israel. And then what happened that night? We that night was a massive policy change for us, remember? What happened? We made that decision that night. You and I. Right. You were on a flight that was not El. You were on an El Al flight. Correct. And I was on a non-El Al flight. Right. And Be my flight did not take off because the, the airline carrier refused to leave. Correct. Uh, refused to fly. So we ended up splitting up. I ended up staying in the airport and ended up going through Geneva, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. the next morning. Right. Literally stayed in the airport. I mean, Nine got, hours. Got very familiar with the Pizza Hut lady. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I remember that. And there was one, uh, there was one um, outlet in that area to charge my phone, <laughs> which I found, thank God, before anybody else Resourceful did. you so are, yeah. yeah. And that was a uh, and that was a rough night, but uh, eventually. Right, so what happened? Do you remember what happened in the airport? Yeah, a red alert. There a, was a red alert. Yeah, a siren, and, and everyone dropped their luggage. Right, so what happens? <laughs> so there, all of a sudden, I mean, there's a red alert. You have to leave your bags, and you have right. to go into shelter. But it's Ben-Gurion. Right. There's no, I mean, where are you going? So they Where you're not supposed to leave an unattended right. bag. Right, so we're all uh, being ushered into stairwells, right. etc. And, of course, you can tell the difference between the Israelis 
and the chutznikim, right? right? Because what happens? All the chutznikim, myself included, are terrified, are crying, are shaking, are this, and all the Israelis are just walking to the stairwell. Like they do every other Exactly, exactly. But then you turn around and you see... 40,000 unattended bags, right. which under normal circumstances would be its own red alert. Right. But here it was totally just exactly. Crazy. There was no Chayfetz Chashud. There were 40,000 Chayfetz Chashuds. So we go into the, we go into the stairwell and, you know, sooner or later they tell us all to go back and the bags are where we left they them. They were all there. Exactly. But what was the policy change that night? The Nahum Single Network decided that night that what? Staff travels together. Correct. So if we all get, so if one, someone gets bounced, everyone gets bounced. Right. Oh, gosh, craziness. Uh, speaking about the uh, journey to Israel, so here are a couple of funny things that happened. Yes. Because I, I did, I will be honest, I suffered from massive FOMO. Oh, really? Total, total FOMO. And I... It was very unusual. If there's, if there's a show that really... Yeah. Um, personified this yep. radio team. Uh, that would probably be the example that we mm-hmm. would send to the Museum of Broadcasting, right? It would be one of those shows from the plane, and and I, our show from Pittsburgh, right? And I'll yeah. tell you that the um, the 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 person that was, uh, you know, obviously I self produced the show. People out there may not understand the difference, but you mm. get it. I self produced the show, which is very hard to do. I don't have to tell you, but we had someone working on production of guests on the flight. Um, who was just great, Avichai, who was just fantastic. Thank hmm. God. So he was able to sit the He guests. didn't even get my training course. He, it, it, I usually, people should was, understand, it, it, if I don't have to, if I can't produce something and somebody else is pinch hitting, I usually yeah, literally, but it, was, but it was, it was, it was, I give them 10 minutes on how to but produce. He Malcolm was not Siegel. producing the show. Oh, he was just providing guests, but doing a but great, that's right. But that's it, a yeoman's effort. It's still 10% of the job. But Way right. to go. Avi Chai. Right. Anyway, people, especially on the flight, by the way, correct. People do correct. not want to move. There's 100%. not a lot of room. They're in their seat. Right. I had a guest city. I had a guest. I just got my meal. I had a guest seated. <laughs> Right. And then all of a sudden they said, it's turbulence. Got to go back to your seat. I said, I have a guest seated. What do you care where they sit? If they're sitting in the seat, let me do the interview. No. Right. Now, if you would have been there, uh, that, that would not have been a problem. So, yeah, it was it was an unusual situation. I would have bullied my way in. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> so it was an unusual situation. I anyway, think that's a compliment. So I get off the plane, and eventually we leave the airport, um, and um, I, I see a variety of people. One of the people I see is Ari Przansky. Oh. And he, I had been told by somebody on the flight that he had relatives who were making Aliyah. Nice, there nice. at the airport. The whole thing. There were not many people at the airport, but I'm sure they were discouraged from coming, but he was there. And uh, I told him I'd be spending Shabbos and Meneshurin because of a family simplicity. That was funny. You know, Why we would they be discouraged from coming? Because they, they I, I think at this point, they're, look, the crowd is very small. So really? I'm assuming that, that they're encouraging people not to come because they were encouraging people. If they wanted a big crowd, they'd encourage people to come. So I'm not sure what the situation is or the setup of the Terminal 1. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, he was there. And uh, he, and he like, like so many, and I don't know if he was joking or not, but he says to me, oh, you're finally here, you know, uh, because of course that's, you know, the joke. Right. I'd already answered 10 times how, you know. <laughs> now we're the fakers. You, you should see how Rabbi Fess's eyes roll when I walk off the plane, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> uh, especially because for years you and I were the first people off the plane. Correct. Because we had to they get into Ben show, Gurion, right? right. Correct. Anyways, I, so he says, what, so, what, what, so how long are you going to be here? You know, if you're not making all the eyes, I'll be here till tonight. Right. So he says, he says, what are the lines that I will cherish forever <laughs> in terms world. of these flights? He says, oh, you'll be interviewing the Yardim on the way back. Oh, <laughs> that was a great one. Oh, way to go. <laughs> that was such a great line. 
Oh my gosh. So kudos to Ryan Przetsky for that. Yeah, I used I mean we used to joke, right? That we're the only people that Nefesh Benefesh gives round trip tickets to. Right. And I I um I, I don't remember the number. You and I could probably figure it out. Uh, but as people were asking me, uh, you know, if I'm staying in Israel, if I'm making Aliyah, I said, well, I've made an I made Aliyah for one day eight times. You know, like, yeah. we've done the one day Aliyah. I've done seven. Right. So, exactly. You know, it's, uh, anyway, so that was a, um, uh, those were a couple of funny moments. But the, uh, look, the show went well. The flight was was different. There's the the procedural stuff that that you and I remember being done in a makeshift office that would be set up in the front mm-hmm. of the plane. You remember that from years ago? Sure. It's now basically Avi Levine running, uh, with an app. running the Israeli government <laughs> from his seat. That's basically what it is. Oh my gosh! And uh, you know, and it's it's incredible the trust that the government has given Nefesh Benefesh, right? In terms of this whole procedure, because I mean, they are really doing and processing everything. There's almost almost nothing that has to be done when people get to the airport. Could you imagine what it used to be? Even with them, it used to be, you know, crazy. still p- people's names right. would be called, families would be dealt with individually. For hours. And all the yeah. forms, et cetera. Here, it's basically, you know, uh, rest for a bit, get your luggage, make sure it's going to the right place, head to the car that you have to go to in order to get to your new home, et cetera, Grab a barreca. Right. Uh, so that was the, um, that was the, <laughs> that was the whole thing. And, uh, you know, Nefesh Benefesh could probably help the uh, American consulate with their um, visa problems and their processing problems that right now, you know, evidently can take like six months for somebody to get a visa. Maybe we should just give it to Avi. Oh, yeah, maybe. You I don't, just swipe I don't things. know if he has the same connections here as he has just in swipe Israel. Things. I'm not sure it would work, but we'll who just knows? swipe things. <laughs> I don't know. There's be- an app for that. Well, yeah, it wasn't an app, but it's just, it's funny watching the whole thing go on, especially in comparison to years ago, but... Um, but that's that. I, uh, so amazing, though. Yeah. So amazing. I uh, still there's certain moments that are just so incredible. The 42 lone soldiers leading the Hatikva at the end of the JFK mm. ceremony, uh, and the different T-shirts that people create right. for their families. That's um, so amazing. I I kept announcing that, and uh, there was cake, right? There was a big cake. There's always a big yeah, cake, of course. And, and Rabbi Fast took a picture with his daughter. Daughter. Uh, at that cake, and then posted the picture of the, him and his daughter twenty years earlier, um, cutting the cake at the very first charter flight, which right. was sixty three flights ago. Call um, a kavod. It was funny. Avi says to me, I said, "I've said, have you been on all sixty three? He goes, "Well, remember there were there were years where there were two a day, you know, from mm. that, that took off from Newark and from Kennedy, etc. But I've been, you know, I've been on every one that I could have been. You know, I can't be on two flights at once, but I've been on except for one. He says to me, except for one, and I have never heard the end of it. <laughs> I said, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If I was your boss, I would do the exact same thing. Right. Don't worry. It's totally on brand, as very, the kids would say. Very funny. Um, so, yeah, that moment, of course, with the soldiers and the soldiers with the group picture once they're off the plane, which is pretty remarkable. All my conversations with the lone soldiers are just. It doesn't it, get old. That, that, correct. It doesn't, it doesn't get, old, get old. But, but, but as I said earlier, there's a regularity that has been created where these stories don't amaze you as much anymore. It, it, it really is remarkable and wondrous to meet an 18-year-old who was just in a public high school in Texas uh. and decided to enter the Israeli army because he's had this dream. And I'm like, and I ask him the traditional questions. What do your classmates think? What do your parents think, et cetera? And of course, they all think he's crazy. But he's describing this feeling like, you know, th- this, is, this is what I was meant to do. This is, you know, I have no choice. I have to, and I'm... You know, it's so, it's so yes, you're right. It never gets old and it doesn't get old, but it's unbelievable how 
with how much regularity these stories take place. This is not happening once a year. This is happening, you know, 40 soldiers a flight that are doing this and are deciding to spend the rest of their lives, you know, dedicated to the Jewish future and literally defend the homeland. And one of the, um, I'm trying to think now if it was a woman or, or one of the young men. Am I producing this show? Because if I am, you have five minutes. Okay. I'm just saying. Not that, I, not that I'm not totally enjoying every minute of this and would love to go into somebody else's time slot at 9 o'clock, but, you know. Um, well, if it goes a minute or two over time, I guess everyone will be understanding. All right. But I don't know if it was a young man or a young woman. I've run me heads up. But one of them said we to me. We may be going long here. One of them said to me. Yeah. That, um, what was I saying? I was talking lone about. Lone soldiers. Right. The lone soldiers, the regularity. It's regularity, but it doesn't get old. Oh, yeah. One of them said to me. Texas. I said, where are you going in the Army? Mm. So a Columbia student who had finished, she had finished one year at Columbia and decided, that's it. I can't take this anymore. I got to get back to Israel. I said, oh, your parents I must I was going to say. And, 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 and I said, uh. how many times have you been told in the last few months, finish your degree? How right. many times? I can't. I'll finish it maybe in Israel. I can't. I got to get there. I, I miss it so much. I Every time I'm in Israel, I feel like I belong there. I have to be there. So she was. She wants to be a Dover Tzahal. She wants to be, or I should say, I shouldn't say Dover Tzahal. She wants to be a communications person in the Israeli government. Okay. That's her goal. Political science major, et cetera. Okay. Then you meet some other people and they're talking about the different types of jobs that they're aiming for in the army. And then this young person, I don't remember if it was a man or a woman, this young person says to me, I want to go straight to combat. I want to go straight to <laughs> oh, combat. I want to be that combat unit oh. and really, you know, do what needs to be done. And I'm like, and this was, you know, on the heels of this awful story in Israel about the friendly fire. Mm. It was such a terrible story. And I'm saying, you know, nothing discourages certain people in our community that just want to defeat the enemy and defend the people of Israel. It's, uh, it's really amazing. So that was that was a key moment. Those interviews were were simply remarkable as they always are. I mean, it's lone soldiers picking themselves up after high school or just into college and doing this. And uh and then of course the retirees and and those who are uh you know who who, who regret that it took them 30 years yeah. to make this decision or you know That'll be my interview. Or have made Aliyah so many times in their heads before and yeah. of course I'm thinking about all this and, of course. and and Rabbi Fass and I have a about an hour and a half left to the flight, Rabbi Fass and I have a heart-to-heart talk. Um, off the air, folks. Off the air. about, yeah. about well, Our on-air conversation I thought was great. But off the air, we have this conversation about uh, you know all these things, Aliyah and the future of the Jewish people and what's going on in Israel and what they're trying to accomplish, etc. And, and his words that were on the air about what we do here were just remarkable, and I can't thank him enough. It was so meaningful to me. And we're talking about all these things in depth, and... And one of the topics, of course, is that after all these years of preaching that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel and and me being able to cite multiple people who live in Israel because of me, who actually uh, moved to Israel right. because of me, I'm sitting there going, okay, we got <laughs> to figure this out because the clock is ticking and time is running out. So he and I had a very interesting talk about that. He is... For a guy who dreams and for a guy who, um, you know, who sees things way before they actually created, he has uh, a really practical aspect to himself that was very helpful in that conversation. So He's the best. He is amazing. He's just the he, best. He is among the greatest friends I have. I reminded the audience that uh, with when he, he and Tony were on, I reminded the audience that uh, within 48 hours after the fire in our studio, he was in my apartment and... <sighs> 
consoling me and uh, and what he had to tell me was which I will never discuss on the air was so personal and so helpful anyway you so remember that, that I had a meeting ironically enough that morning the the morning after the fire Monday Nef- Monday Nefesh Benefesh was actually coming to Cross River and myself and Phil Goldfeder, Suzanne Anziska, and then Rabbi Fass and Yael Katzman were all sitting in the room. And talk about a, a, a personal moment. I mean, literally, like, I, I've spoken before about mourning an inanimate object. Yeah, we've spoken a lot about that. Correct. And the studio was an inanimate object, but ironically enough, it had the heart. It was the heart of everything that we did. So sitting with these four people in a room where I was supposed to, number one, be talking about business and number two have my head anywhere in the room and in the game was just not going to happen and I wasn't making sense and obviously the four of them all supportive and friends and wonderful and like family to me they they just they 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 were there as a comfort and they're also to say like just just sit here we'll 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 pick up the ball here you know we'll play the game and when you're ready to get in you'll get in um and it was just, it was so meaningful to me for, for Yael and Rabbi Fast to be, of any meeting I was going to have that day, thank God it was them. Thank God it was them. And they were, it was literally like, you know, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. If, if you got, if you need to go home, go home. That's what I got from Phil. And he's, and, and, and he, like, they all understood that I was number one in shock and number two couldn't focus and they were all fine with it because they were there to be supportive and to do whatever I needed to do. So he went from sitting with me, Rabbi Fast went from sitting with me to then going to you later in the day. And it couldn't, God could not have sent us a more perfect person to sit with both of us when, again, people don't know. You and I had not seen each other. We had just spoken once. I did not go to the studio on the day of the fire. Um, I was not present there. Um, so if there was going to be one person to connect us that day, and he was the shaliach, he's who God sent, Rabbi Josh Fass is the right person. No question about it. And like I said, the what he shared with me that day was uh, so comforting and so important. Yeah. Um, what can I tell you? He, he has, uh, and the entire organization, I mean, this is this predates even you being involved in the network. I will never forget the initial meeting that I had with him probably in 2002 at what was then called the Larome Hotel in Jerusalem. <laughs> and we had this meeting. It was me and him. Me and him. There was no business representative from either side. There was no additional discussion from anybody else. It was me and him. There was nobody else. Right. Just discussing this dream, this this you know concept that he created he of making it as as easy as possible for North American Jews to, um, to move to Israel. That was basically the conversation. And it's funny because you both are dreamers. Um, and so besides being brothers from another mother, you have that personality. Listen, not, not every sibling, one sibling can be a dreamer and another sibling is not a dreamer is the most practical person in the world. Right. But you have that commonality, that connection that allows you both to just, I don't know, you get it. 
Like not yeah. everybody gets a dreamer, but it's, you both get it. It's why he, and again, this was reflected in our conversation on the air yesterday. Uh, it's why he has such appreciation for what goes on here. And I have tremendous admiration for what goes on in the Nefesh Benefesh campus, which is remarkable. Right. What's happening over there in Israel. And <laughs> he has more dreams and more future plans. And it was funny. Uh, you know, he's talking about his future plans. And obviously my future plans is such a, uh, I should say our future plans is such a um, focus of mm-hmm. our discussions. Um, and I'm sharing with him, you know, where we hope to be right. as we move forward. And, you know, he's shepping nachas from that. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm listening to what he's, uh, you know, looking to accomplish even more than he's done in the past. And that's such a, you know, that became such an important focus of our conversation. So, And it's exceedingly gratifying to be able to bring Cross River into that conversation in terms of involvement with Nefesh Benefesh and 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 just there's there is so much crossover um so being able to i didn't realize they were that much involved that's funny i didn't i really didn't oh okay yeah i mean what have they done well we just um we just hosted their uh, their pre-aliyah or aliyah um quote-unquote barbecue expo in new jersey a couple nice. months ago, et cetera. And we do a variety of different programs together, et cetera, et cetera. And we're building this relationship. But it's a, um, as as Rabbi Fass would say and has said a million times, zenana v'zenana. Very so, nice. So uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. Baruch Hashem. Yep. Well, you were missed on the flight. Next time, uh, tell, your, tell, tell those great people across the river to make sure that you uh, co-host the show next time. Yes, thank you. Would you, uh, did you bring me back the uh, business class little pouch, the, the Toomey pouch that's probably in my seat waiting for me? That business class pouch generally goes to somebody else. Yes, I just didn't know if you. So it's here, but it's uh, <laughs> likely not going to go home with you. But uh, I can always <coughs> use an extra toothbrush now. That I might have here. Okay. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, it's funny because, ah, well, whatever, I can talk about this forever, but I guess we have to finish at some point. Uh, so there you have it. A very successful trip. I hope the reviews were good in terms of the show. I think the people on the plane appreciated it. I think they had And it. I'm sure everyone was just happy to see you again. There are certain, there are certain barometers of normalcy. There are certain stalwarts that just represent that we're, that things are back. And I believe totally believe that you being on that plane probably let everyone exhale and take a deep 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 exhale and say look we're back things are back to normal we're doing this again we're picking it back up i mean imagine it's like you emceeing a concert in not on a zoom (laughs) right it's seeing nahum siegel where nahum siegel is supposed to be doing nahum siegel's thing row seven Wow. The Row 7 studio. Well, it's always Is Row what, 7. The last few trips have been Row 7. Really? Yep. All right. You would remember that. I would never Trust remember me. that. Of course you would remember that. But either way, like, I'm sure everyone, like, saw you and was like, wow, we're, you know, we're back. Nahum's here. That's another thing. Should I, know I, I, can, I, don't should know I keep going? Do. I don't are, know. Are you, do you have time? Are you I, all right? I mean, I got, I got a few minutes, but we just. No, but do you have time in general? I'm talking about, forget about the show. Do you have time? I have a couple minutes. So one of the things that, um. What's interesting about this whole experience is that I said to you earlier, a lot of people that we're used to seeing were not there. Right. And as Rabbi Fast described, both on and off the air to me, the staff is pretty pretty large right now. And it's, you know, although he makes an effort, obviously, to get to know everybody. But, you know, yeah. it's different than when you had five <laughs> people working for you and, you know, everyone's got the uh, same schedule, the same goals, right? It's a lot different. 
And I'm sitting there on the plane going, wow, you know, these new faces don't even realize how significant it is that we're doing this together. That when they see Tony and Josh come to our makeshift studio with excitement, they don't realize that there's such a history here and all that. So that's that's another reason why the whole Shachar thing was, you know, because he was on our first flight ever. So I'm saying that this whole, you know, and and, and Avi Levine, of course. So this you almost said Dov Levine, yeah, well, his brother. (laughs) But I, I, so all this, all this going on as as the show is happening and as this experience is is going on, it, it was like, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of new, but thank God there are some people who appreciate the fact that some of the, uh, the some of the things, some of the aspects of this flight that have always been tradition are in fact back, and I think that was important to a lot of people, not just to me, but you know to others who were like, oh, you know, this is it's not just a charter, but we got the charter with the with the you know, the same broadcast and some of the elements of yesteryear that we wanted so badly to bring back. So that was a good feeling. You know, it's also, and we really do have to wrap it up. Okay. And I keep apologizing to everyone. Um, the other thing I just want to mention is that if somebody was going to take my seat, I love that it was Shahar. Well, yeah, he took both. Well, it was the guest seat. I, hey, Monty, he I mean my spot. He had his own seat in row eight. Um, and then one of my fastest uh, children took the seat once the show was over, which was funny. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if somebody was right, going to sit in that right, slot right. and was going to... Right, but... But yes, yes. where I really needed, where I really, why did the whole building just shake? Where I really needed that slot filled. Yeah. Was as, as, as people probably could tell this closing was at the closing mm. the last 10, 15 minutes. So if you do end up making it to one of these flights in the future, make sure you reserve the last 10, 15 minutes. Well, I'm telling you, I mean, I'm not producing that show. You're not. I don't know what, what show are we talking about? I'm not on a plane. Oh, okay. I'm We're not. Saying, if you ever are. Okay. Fine. Then, then we'll. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yes, the last 10 minutes are mine. There you go. 15. 17. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, we're at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Sorry about the overtime, and a big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach. <laughs> thank you, Nachum. For joining me, and you'll hear this conversation, or at least parts of it, uh, during, yeah. during that slide. Um, Rami's like, um, I think we have to cut your show short. I'm like, yeah, I think we do also. Starting at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time uh, as we do a crossover between JBM and That's Life. Don't forget uh, Mark Zamek in the Arab Shabbat Show tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It'll be uh, on the air again at uh, 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And uh, Tani Talks Parsha tonight at 10. Yossi's Wag Thursday Live Lunch begins at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It's a Thursday. You want to keep it here and not to touch. You want to. You don't want to touch that dial. That's for sure. And thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Tomorrow we're back starting at six a.m. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you: remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.